This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Wow, awful, 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 awful. I'm trying to remember why I do these shows after games sometimes. So bad, so, so bad. I haven't got the energy to say hello. I really don't. It's one of the worst performances I've ever seen in a, a, as an Arsenal fan. Like, And you think about the context of the situation, you think about the context of what we're fighting for. And that's the performance we get. So bad, so bad. Like I get, we can, we can, we can hark on about the fact that we don't have Partey, we don't have Tierney, we don't have all these other players. You know, don't have Tommy Asu. We haven't got, <laughs> we haven't really got a striker because you know he's not doing anything the entire game. But why are you, why are you benching Tavares for, and you're not even bringing him on? Oh, we had no control. We had no control in the entire game. Like the only to be fair, that's a lie. We had control in the last what twenty minutes. We had no control in the middle of the park at all. Nothing. No, there was nothing to give us a foothold. Lukonga was trying to do a job that had previously been filled by Xhaka and Partey, and we're relying on a twenty-two-year-old who's, who's barely played this year. Um, it 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 shows that that mentality is still not fully out of this team that you know that we've not yet we've not fully overcome these issues but Mikel Arteta I don't understand why he's done I don't get those decisions I don't understand the decisions that he's made there you've got a backup left back and you've not played him you, I can't, there's nothing. There's nothing. If you're coming here to try and find some way that I'm going to defend the manager, then you, you're on the wrong channel, because you know we critique when we critique and we praise and we praise. But that was awful, you know. And I'm being polite for the benefit of of people listening that prefer me not swearing, because it'd be really easy for me to do that right now. 
that it's just nothing. There's nothing, you know. <laughs> it was awful decision making, awful management, awful decisions with the substitutions. Like, why are you bringing on Pepe with 18 minutes to go? Why was Pepe? Why was there no changes at half time? I know we made. I know we changed the shape. The shape changed. Went to a back three. But why, honestly, why are we? Why are we doing this to ourselves? I'm, just, I'm gonna get annoyed with people soon in the chat box. I tell you, it's <laughs> gonna happen. Oh dearie me! Oh, there goes one. Losers. Um, who else have we got in the chat box? Alexa, thank you so much, mate, for the donation. Uh, if your top four depends on two players to be fit, you are not a top four team. Uh, I can't really argue that point. There's no, there's no, there's no counter to that. It's, it's a fair point, you know. If you want to be a Champions League team, you need depth. And we sat here at the end of the January window. You know, and I sat here with with Clive and Arsblog and Kev, and I, I to be fair, was the only one saying that I think we should have signed someone, <laughs> that we should have signed a striker, that we should have signed, you know, that we should have definitely tried to go for maybe even a midfielder. But it's just the decision making. This is where the doubts start to creep in for me of Arteta because the decisions seem clear and obvious for me to make, and this it's. You, we, I can sit and praise all the things that have changed from behind the scenes. You know, I can sit and praise all the things that I can look at from a club perspective and 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 say, yes, great. You know, the, the connection between the fans is better. You know, the way in which we've recruited players is better to a point. Um, the contract situations we've overhauled, all of these things, they don't matter when it comes down to the 90 minutes, does it? It doesn't matter when it comes down to moments where you need the right decisions to be made. And the right decisions weren't made. The right decisions were so, so far from what they should have been. And I mean, how many people, how many of you guys listening to this show can put your hand up and sit there and say, you know, Pepe should have come on earlier. And Ketia shouldn't have been the first substitution. We should have brought on Tavares to play maybe left wing back over Gabriel Martinelli. We should have taken Lacazette off. Just taking Lacazette off improves this team right now because it's like playing with 10 men. It is like playing with 10 men with Lacazette on the pitch at the moment because he is doing nothing, nothing in this team whatsoever. Crusader says, can you run us through what you thought was wrong? The starting lineup, let's just start with that. Tavares not playing. You have got a 22-year-old that you've hooked off against Nottingham Forest and against Crystal Palace. You know, rightly so, that's fine. You want to hook a player off for playing badly, that's fine. But when he's your backup left-back and your starting left-back is not fit, you don't not start him. Also, when you've spoken to the fan base and said that it was a tactical decision to take off Tavares, that's BS. Don't BS us. Don't, especially a lot of fans that have sat here and, you know, praised and defended and, and you know, taken a lot of stick from, from, you know, people that are laughing right now and that will be laughing, not Arsenal fans, mind, but people that are laughing about the fact that Arsenal have lost this. And it's such a, it's such a disrespect to just lie to us. And let's be real, it is a lie because it wasn't tactical to just take Tavares off. Otherwise, he'd be starting today. He'd be starting. <laughs> like, there's no argument against that. He'd be starting because he's the backup left back. 
and it wouldn't be Xhaka, and you wouldn't you wouldn't sacrifice you wouldn't go from Partey and Xhaka in the middle to twenty two year old Lakonga being your only holding midfielder. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, got a couple more super chats. Ron, uh, this might be Arteta's limit. Didn't replace the players that we let go and could have used Genduzi, Torreira, Saliba and Maitland-Niles. Matt G saying, give me something positive, Tom. I feel so... Did- what What can I give you that's positive, Matt? I-, I get that we come here to talk positively about Arsenal and I try my absolute best as the most uber-optimistic person you can find. But I can't sit and just spout a load of drivel about, oh, we're unlucky that we don't have Partey. That's true. We know that's the case. We know the fact that we don't have Partey and Tierney and Tomiyasu and you know that we, we've got Lacazette who's basically not playing at the moment. Whilst that's that's the only thing we can point to, that's all we can point to as reasons of why we're here. I'm sorry, but no, it's not it's it's not fair to sit there and just try and label through the positives because the wrong decisions were made. And at the crucial time, the crucial point in the season. We're making them, and this is why I've said that I don't want to give him a new contract yet. I don't want to give him a new contract because, for all the good that goes on behind the scenes, you know, it's these crux moments that are costing us. And at the end of the season, it was a point at which we could reevaluate where we're at. If we finish in the Europa League, I want to see what happens with, you know, players that we bring in in the summer. But at the moment, we're not going to get... I mean, thankfully, Man United are awful. But I tell you what, West Ham and Wolves aren't going to... Oh, I say Wolves. West Ham in particular aren't going to sleep. They're going to sleep on this. They're going to smell an opening. They're going to smell the opportunity to get into this race for, for top six because Arsenal can't be looking just upwards now. Look, you can't be dropping points week after week and not start to look who's behind you. It's impossible. Anyway, I've taken up a lot of your time and I've not gone through a lot of the comments. Let's see what you guys are saying. Pam Rasser says, I'm sorry, Tom, but at this time, Eddie should replace Lacquer. Look, I said after after the Crystal Palace game that I would still play Lacquer over Nketiah. And you know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't now. I would take Lacazette out for Nketiah. I'd rather it was either Martinelli or Pepe, to be honest, but I'd still rather play Nketiah over Lacazette Um, because Lacazette's offering nothing. He's just, he doesn't care. He's gone at the end of the season. He just doesn't care. That's that's a a performance of a player that doesn't care. Really, really doesn't care. Because if he cared, he'd be trying a hell of a lot more. And it's on Arteta that he didn't take him off. It's it's on Arteta for not substituting him at all. I answers, and let us please not harp on about that VAR decision. We did not lose because of that. We did not deserve anything. What I will say about that is that if you can't find a definitive angle, and they never did, like you have to just go with the original decision. Maybe things would be very different. But even then, you know, first half was dire. It's absolutely awful. Then he says, square pegs and round holes never work. Let's weaken our midfield to cover left back. And it's just, you can, you can just leave that comment up. I could leave that comment up for the whole show because that, that is what this game was. Is you're sacrificing taking out players that fit into certain positions just so you don't play a player that you're not 100% sure about that's naturally fitted to their left-back position to give them confidence. You even went to back three in the second half and you put Martinelli at left wing-back over the choice of playing Tavares. It's not good enough. It's not good enough in these moments to make these poor choices. And these are the defining moments that will cement confidence from fans in a manager 
And you're not going to see that. You're not going to see that now. And as I said before, this is why if we don't finish in the top four, he doesn't get a new contract at all. And I'm waiting to see what happens in the summer. If we don't finish in the top six, you know, he's gone without a shadow of a doubt. But this is why I'm not jumping the gun with the contract situation. Daniel says, with Partey missing, Xhaka had to start in the middle. We looked so much better with him there in the second half. That being said, we did concede. You know, I don't think we looked so much better because we changed things up, sure, but we had Martinelli playing at left wing back. <laughs> and I'm right in saying we made just two subs. I'm right in saying that, yeah, it was just Pepe and Nketiah. That's That's all that came on during the game. I'm trying to think of anyone else, but I'm pretty darn sure that was all that came on during the game. And I'm looking at our bench and I'm seeing Hutchinson and Tavares, you know, two players that can do things in the final third. And I'm seeing a, a Lacazette strolling and doing a little, you know, a little bit of play at the end where he made a little run and was sort of fouled on the edge of the box, obviously leading to, to some opportunities. But what's the point? What's the point of having them on the bench? I get that it's just for experience and that's a moment, but when you're when you're in need of a goal and you can change the game more and you can add extra legs of a tiring Brighton side that had yellow card after yellow card, I don't get it. I don't understand why you've not made it. Feel free, anyone to chat box. If you've got a, somehow a defence, throw it in because I am all ears to try and hear it. Ollie says, hey, Tom, he has to get a contract in the summer. If he doesn't get a contract, then he has to leave. He will not go into the next season with his contract expiring in 2023. It's just my opinion. If, you, if, you, if, if that's what you feel, then at the moment he moves on because I'm not giving him a new contract at this stage. And I haven't, and I've not been convinced yet to give him that new contract. Ian says, what the heck just happened with Nuno Tavares? And I'm sorry, out of the six signings, only three and a half Tomiyasu have worked. That's really harsh. <laughs> that's harsh on Tommy Asu. Uh injury taking that away I'm sorry I am but that's that's a load of BS Fala says Tom the knives are out plus imagine when Arsenal announced Arteta's new contract extension after him not finishing in the top four um, that's going to be a fun day Zach says lack of linking the players an argument I'm sick of now. he hasn't linked the play he hasn't he hasn't linked the play he didn't do anything he didn't do anything and he hasn't done it for several games now Watford's the last game in which he linked the play. Since then, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Aditya says, hey, Tom, it was a tough game. Again, we were unlucky. It's not about being unlucky. I'm sorry. There's, not, there's no unluckiness excuse that we can throw at this result. There's no unluckiness about this. This is the decision-making putting us in this position. You're you, 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 suiciding our season by making such poor choices. And yes, sure, we can talk about the players we're missing, but the choices that we're making in this in this game has cost us of our own making. Again, the biggest enemy we have is ourselves. And you could not have given Spurs any more of an incentive to try and go and beat Villa. They are going to be buoyed beyond belief to go and batter Villa. Awful. Away says it's not Mikel, it's the players. I'm sorry, but as the bastion, right, as the bastion that's put himself on the pedestal amongst YouTube Arsenal creators to support and defend Arteta during dark moments, that's just not it. You can't be so blind to ignore the errors and the decision-making of the manager when it's wrong. You can't. You can't sit there and not accept when mistakes are made. 
you make yourself out to look like a fool if you do. The same way of when we were doing really well that the criticisms that were still there. You'll know better than the idiots that are calling us to lose for the, for the manager to get sacked. You'll know better than them if you just blindly ignore the mistakes of the coach because you want him, just like me, to succeed. Because I want Arsenal to succeed. Arsenal is the priority always. Whether that's a manager that I don't like succeeding or a manager I do like succeeding or a player I don't particularly am fond of succeeding, whatever. As long as they're succeeding, I don't care because I'm an Arsenal fan. And that's what matters more than anything. So you can't blindly just go, this is just on the players. Because sure, we can point about the low, we can point to the mistakes that the players have made. That's fine. But you cannot just lift off all responsibility from the person that has picked the team incorrectly and made incorrect decisions during the game. You just can't. You just can't. And it's embarrassing. It really is. You have to be objective. You have to be grounded. You can't be hyperbolic and exaggerative about your love for the manager to supersede all blame. You can't do that because you only make yourself look silly. You have to be objective. And the mistakes that were made cost us today. This isn't me saying Arteta out and all of that BS. That's not what I'm sitting here doing. I'm saying that this is not good enough and Arteta needs to react. And if he doesn't react quickly, we will find ourselves in a situation where we could even be falling out of the top six. And that's not an exaggeration. If it weren't for Manchester United being so poor, we might be looking at that very soon. William, thank you for the donation, mate. Really appreciate it. If you was looking to put a comment in, put it in again and I'll I'll read it out. But uh, don't put another super chat in. Just put your next comment in, William, and I'll read it out if I see it. Thato uh, says, I felt... I felt this in the Villarreal defeat last season that Arteta makes bad decisions and worse off, he refuses to be flexible and change his mind. How hasn't he learned that Xhaka doesn't work at left-back? Craig says, Arteta is so stubborn, we need to go to Saka at left-back. I mean, Saka would make more sense to me over Xhaka because it means you can play Pepe in that right-wing slot. Like you've got, like you know, you've got a more natural option in Pepe to play at right wing if you wanted to. But playing Xhaka there, you've sacrificed the control that we would have in the centre of the park. Julian says, "I'm going to set up for the Europa League now, and Champions League is gone." Leon says, "You're being over the top. Please tell me why. I can't wait to have a conversation with some of you in the week because I'm going to be doing a phone-in show, and don't shy away. Don't shy away. Come on and tell me if you think I'm wrong. Don't sit there and just leave comments. Come and actually tell me and explain to me where I'm going on. I'm all is. You guys know I'm happy to listen to the alternative opinion when it's put across in a respectful way. But just tell me. Tell me where my head's at, where I'm so wrong with this. Zach says, some still have hard arms when the words do we have drones that were uttered. Every manager, every player is uh, replaceable in the world. Can't disagree with that. Uh, DJ says, biggest issue with the getting rid of Arteta is who the hell would you bring in? And we'll cross that bridge if we ever have to get there. Um, but yeah, absolute. Gregory says, afraid you are right regarding coaching frailty. Falling out of the top six is Arteta's guillotine. Always, you've just pointed it out saying it's on the players, but you've just pointed out the mistake from Xhaka being out of position in a position that he doesn't play. Can you see the conflict there? That's that's the problem. 
That's the issue that we have right now. Alvaro says, felt like we ran a two centre-back, one right-back, three centre-mid, two left-wing, a striker, and a right-wing was so poor in the setup. It wasn't harmonious. It wasn't balanced. It, it just wasn't what we needed to see. Uh, I'm just seeing if William has put in another comment because otherwise it's just very generous. <laughs> That's all I can say um, with a donation. But uh, yeah, sorry, William, I, if you did mean that. If you're just being kind, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Craig, how is Tom over the top? We just lost 3-0 three, three to Palace and 2-1 at home to Brighton. Paul says, Arteta made some serious team selection and tactical errors, which cost us big time. We miss Xhaka in midfield in first half. I want him to succeed, but I have to say what I see. This, this is the thing. is that... You can want the manager to succeed and criticise him. If you're ever in the sort of position where you just think criticism's beyond you, this is not the channel for you. This is not the channel for you. This is a channel that's, A, always about community and hearing other opinions. But if you can't be objective, and if you're blind either way, then I'm sorry, but you're not going to enjoy the content because it is objective and grounded and it goes based upon what we see and if we see decisions and mistakes being made and you want me to just sit here as an Arteta defender which people wrongly accuse me of being and on the other side of things then you're going to be disappointed you can probably go somewhere else to find that you're not going to get that you have to be critical and you have to be grounded with your views it's as simple as that uh Chronicles of Aguna, a gamer, sorry, says, uh, I don't normally get angry, but Arteta made me angry with his selections and game management today. Bradley says, Arteta is very much plan A type of manager. He needs to learn to adapt when things aren't going our way. Really, really well put. Perez says, would it really have hurt so much if we played five at the back? I was furious at the lineup and more angry at the substitutions. Ian says, playing Xhaka on left back means whoever playing on the left wing is going to look bad. And Xhaka does not have the legs to play on the wing. Call me old-fashioned on the wing. Only fast players can play. It depends on your system. It depends on your system. Um, Afsar says, Tom, lack of signing in January has now cost us. You were so right. Look, I say I was right. You say I'm right, and I appreciate that. But, you know, uh, I still thought at the end of the window that, you know, I was very happy with the fact that we didn't panic and we didn't risk anything. And I wouldn't have signed, say, Isaac for 75 million quid. But... To not bring anyone in. like, And I always say to people, who would you bring in? Because I'm stumped a little bit sometimes. I talk about Veghorst, but it's not a guarantee that he saves our season by any shadow of a doubt. And that's why I say, who would you bring in? It's not to try and catch people out. I'm genuinely curious who they would ask. Because it's not on us. It's on them. It's on them and the recruitment team to bring in someone. Because if you're going to let go of a Bamiang, who, you know, I can rightly criticise for his behaviour, but... He gets some goals for us. <laughs> you know, one can turn around and say he doesn't score goals for us. So if you're going to let that go, you have to bring something in. I'm all ears for accepting that moving a Bamiyang on is the right choice. I'm fine with that. But I'm not fine with not bringing anyone in. Because when you've got Lacazette playing like he was, or playing is a loose term, you're going to be left disappointed. That's for sure. I saw this as I would counter that during all the positivity people who would criticize Arteta's January transfer deemed were deemed negative. Uh, critical again, as I, I can't, I can only say what I've said, which is that I thought we should have signed someone, which is what I have said all the time. Uh, Hugh says Arteta and the players failed us. Someone has to go. Uh, Axel says Veghorst would have helped us today with that. No doubt. So sick of Eddie as a sub. 
Uh, Jay said, Eddie is 10 times better than Laka. I mean, he was. He did a lot more. Although he did miss an absolute sitter, to be fair. Um, Richard says, Tavares needs playtime and should... This this thing is what... This is the swords that he'll fall on. Is If Arteta does end up leaving, it'll be because of the stubbornness around certain players and just the poor decision-making around certain players. And Tavares is one of them. He's certainly one of them. Because he's, he's, you know, he's one of his signings. He's one of his signings. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna wrap things up because yeah, I need to go grieve at this stage, and you know I'm just not not where I'm at. It takes it's, I tell you what, it takes something to come onto a channel even talk after a result like that. So I hope you can appreciate that and drop a like on the video. Still, I know that it's not, I know that it's not what it is, but it is what it is. Oh, actually, what we'll do is we'll round off with this question from Blue Tom. Are you still Arteta? And this is and with respect, my least favorite question. Because I'm Arsenal in, and that's all that matters. And if Arsenal are succeeding, I'm happy. Arsenal aren't succeeding right now. I'm not happy. That's all I care about. And that's when you go and ask anyone, are you Arteta in, Arteta? No, it doesn't matter. So close to swearing this. It doesn't matter. It matters that you support Arsenal and want Arsenal to succeed. And if things aren't going the right way, you're rightfully critical. And that's what matters the most. And I tell you what, being an Arsenal fan is not blindly accepting everything or blindly being positive. That's not what being an Arsenal fan is. But it is getting beyond the team. And I will be certainly winning, willing them on to win on Saturday against Southampton. And, oh man, if we drop points in that game, it really, really is over. We've got to really pray Villa do us a huge favour tonight. We were praying anyway. But, wow. Wow. Yeah, here we go. Anyway. Drop a like on the video, guys. Subscribe if you're new. I'll see you tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow morning. I will see you tomorrow morning. And I'll also try and put a podcast together to break something down tomorrow night because we need to chat. We need to chat. Have a good one there, guys. See you later. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your Mc delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.